0: today of course it's pivotal moments if you didn't catch uh this week's mindset we release every wednesday every mindset day we got a brand new mindset for you but if you haven't caught the last one go back and watch it or listen to it wherever you listen to the podcast at um press the the follow button right if this is your first time here rate review and if anything resonates with you share it with a friend man got an amazing guest today um, all the way on the West Coast, man All the way on the West Coast And it's, it's just an amazing speaker, author who's just done amazing things Hosting worldwide retreats and, and, and training people to do what she does, right? At, at level 4 leadership uh, Just an amazing person I, I want you guys to tap in and listen Because she really drops some tools, some strategies Everything that you really need to succeed So tap in, dive in tell me what you think of this episode. I cannot wait till next Wednesday. We got some special things coming your way. So please, please, please just tap in with us. Follow the show. If you want to share your pivotal moment, go ahead, reach out to us at DJ Chase or at DontTouchMyMindset.com or at DontTouchMyMindset on Instagram, right? Uh, I love you guys. Let's dive. conversation that we're about to have or like for it i'm like yo because probably like the tools tips and strategies that you're about to drop for the people listening to this the the anecdotal experience that you're probably about to give to anyone who's listening to this is, is extremely valuable like like extremely valuable yo thank you guys for tuning in to another pivotal moments this uh, yo i'm here with an amazing inspirator an amazing author and just and somebody who has an amazing story and has done great things Um, I, I I don't want to make this introduction short. So Carolina, please, or Carolina, please, please tell everybody who you are and what you do.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here today. Uh, My name is Carolina Jodkowalska. I'm an alcohol-free life coach and author of the book euphoric Ditch alcohol and gain a happier, more confident you. I've been alcohol-free myself for almost five years. And I had this incredible awakening when I ditched drinking to really find my deeper purpose on this planet and start finding fulfillment in creating meaning and purpose in my life instead of just immediate gratification with a drink, and which is I help, uh, mostly other women do as well. Uh, I host retreats all over the world. I, you know, speak on stages now, and it's just such a, dark contrast to the life I used to live, where literally the highlight of my week was wine, right? Mm. Um, So that's me in a nutshell. And I'm just super excited about this topic and really this idea of like, what happens when we remove the things that don't serve us anymore? Like, who do we really become? And what do we have the agency to do on this planet?
0: Mm. I love that. I love that. What do we have the agency to do? And who do we really become? Yo, one, thank you for your work. Thank you for your service. The world needs it. I, I, I truly believe and everyone that I speak to that, that your story has the power to change someone's life. And just because I am who I am and I have my story doesn't mean I can reach everybody. And so I believe in the power of collaboration. I believe in the power of connection and I believe in the power of storytelling. Um, so let me ask you, what what was that pivotal moment for you? Like, what, what was that moment where you actually took control of your life?
1: Absolutely. So, you know, I should <laughs> make a quick story or a long story shorter, um, I, learned to drink when I was in college, high school, I completely fell into the party lifestyle. Like that was my thing. I had no healthy habits when it came to alcohol whatsoever. Uh, you know, I drink to deal with breakups. I drink because I was bored. I drink because it was Friday, like whatever it was. But as I got older, you know, I started to uh, settle down a little bit. I got married, I got a career, I bought a house, all these things. And I really started getting into more health and mindfulness. And so drinking became something that I kind of pushed into the weekend. So Monday through Thursday, I lived quite a healthier lifestyle. I remember going to yoga class and meditating and and having green juice. And then every single weekend, like clockwork, alcohol would be part of the picture. You know, quite normal social events, but also, you know, at home as well. And every Monday morning, I just woke up feeling like a shell of myself. And this cycle went on for years, like way too many years than I'd like to, 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 to think, because I was really getting the signals that something was wrong, something was off. But I really thought that I was doing all I could. I was trying to drink less, trying to make it, you know, okay, well, I'm, what, what am I supposed to do? Doesn't everybody go out on Friday night, you know, to celebrate the weekend, all these things. And so I really found myself like in a hard space because I wasn't sure what I was supposed to do to change and to make this better. And I have to say that I actually wasn't in this place where, you know, my drinking got worse or something worse happened. I think my awareness got got deeper. I actually drank more in college, you know, and that was probably very, very the most unhealthy I've ever had been. But I was also kind of carefree back then. I didn't really care. You know what I mean? And so as I'm like really looking at this and and attuning my awareness, like I'm having way more pain, way more pain around the drinking. And so I think the pivotal moment wasn't actually necessarily this like wake up call from drinking. It was actually something quite different. So I'm in this experience. I hear dry January and dry January to me is such a relief because it's like, oh, I can just take a break from alcohol. I don't have to explain it to all these people. And that really clicked something in my brain to finally go for it. And I did dry January and I just, you know, had some challenges and had some getting used to, but ultimately I fell in love with the experience. I fell in love waking up feeling good. I I fell in love with being proud of myself. I fell in love with washing my makeup off every night, right? Like that wasn't happening when I was drinking. I fell in love with those things. I wasn't quite convinced though that I was allowed to be a non-drinker yet. You know, I had this rule in my rule book that normal adults drink, therefore I have to drink to be normal. And so I drank a few times in February of that year and I hated it. Like the contrast was so rich to me. You know, I hated how I felt. My mood was like went down immediately. My sleep was impaired. It just wasn't what I thought it was. And so I decided to take another break in February and I've basically been alcohol free ever since for, you know, almost five years now. And I think the pivotal moment that really happened for me was those first few months alcohol-free because I am starting to love myself again. I'm starting to find more self-respect and self-esteem for myself. My confidence is going up because every weekend I don't drink, I'm like, what? Who is this person? Is this like superwoman? Like I'm really amazed by her. And I start exploring new activities. I, I start getting out my comfort zone and trying new hobbies and meeting new people and all this stuff. And so my pivotal moment, I will say, was this moment where I was like, all the things you used to believe about yourself, all the negative things, all the limiting stories, all of that is bullshit. You are capable of far more than you ever believed. You're proving that to yourself. Now let's go chase your dream life because you have everything inside of you. You need to achieve it. And that was this wake up call for me to stop living in a career that wasn't satisfying me stop just hoping my life would get better and actually go for the things i've always really wanted in my life and you know it wasn't like a black and white thing it took some time but here i am now on the other side with the dream business with the book in the bookstores with the travel i love with you know building a company making impacts in people's lives so i'm just so proud of that version of me who listened to that message
0: um one, I'm glad you listened to because think of the, think of the, I want to say thousands of people that wouldn't be where they are today if you wouldn't have listened to that. Message. If you wouldn't have gained that deeper sense of awareness, if you wouldn't have had that pivotal moment and and came up and done the things that you've done. That you've done. So one, congratulations, thank you. Um, so I want to dive deeper. Of course, always now. Now I'm super interested. Um, if you took away all the trials, all the tribulations, if you took away all the successes, you took away all the titles, who are you and why do you think you're here?
1: Ooh, I just got goosebumps the way you said that. Um, my, my life is supposed to mean something. My life is supposed to matter. And I really ultimately believe that I am a soul here who is supposed to make a legacy and make meaning in my life for other people. And really help other people. And I don't mean just, you know, take on the nurturing role and be someone who's always helpful. I mean, really make a mark on the world. Um, I think at the core, you know, so many of us are born even with this idea of our greatness. And then we get knocked down by life. We get knocked down based on the color of our skin or our gender or our parents or our teachers. And then we fall into unhealthy coping habits with alcohol and relationships and all this stuff. And we forget about our greatness and i think every single person has it like i'm not trying to have this hubris or overconfidence or anything i think every single person actually has this gift and that's the core of who we are and that's what makes us so beautiful as humans and we forget we forget that beautiful gift and we're told that we're not special and that will you know none of these things are possible or realistic or anything like that i want to have the most unconventional most unrealistic just goal achieving life where I'm doing what I love and I'm helping people as a result of it um I think that's who I am that's who I was born to be and I forgot that a long time ago for sure
0: wow you know I completely agree with you on that that is that's that was beautifully said um what what day in February do you celebrate as your as your alcohol free anniversary
1: yeah, it's February twenty fourth, and it's also really special to me because that day obviously didn't mean very much then. But um, my grandmother, she was really close. She she raised me. Um, I mean, I had my mom too, but she was she was home with me more often. So I really just found myself having really like motherly instincts to her. She also is the most incredible survivor. She survived being bombed in World War II and most incredible hardships. Her husband was ripped away from her, taken to a concentration camp. She was also one of the most positive women I've ever met, like, who's gone through so much suffering in her life. You know, she was abused later. She left her husband in the 70s when, like, women did not do that, you know? She just had this, like, fierce independence about her, fierce positivity. I, I really, like, she was my role model. I looked up to her so much. And a few years later, in 2021, she passed away and she passed away on that day and to me that was such a sign and such a signal that everything she went through all the hardships she was paving a road for me mm. and she was paving the road to stand on her shoulders to now have and do everything that she wasn't able to do with because of the time and the you mm. know era that she was she was born and it just gave me this like like she Like the meaning it was for me to ditch alcohol in my life is completely revolutionized not only my life, but like you said, the other lives I get to touch. And so I really believe that she chose that day to pass away, to tell me that message. And she had her favorite stone. Like, you know, most people don't have a favorite stone, but she just, she had one. It was amethyst and she would wear amethyst rings and necklaces and she had this really big amethyst stone in uh, her room that I have now and I look at like every single day to just remember what it means and I never knew what it meant but like once she passed away and I looked into it amethyst actually means not drunk it actually means sober and I'm like whoa right like so like I've you know she all of this could have happened and I could have just like looked the other way and not looked into these signs and symbols you know of my life but I really do believe that we're being guided And when I allow myself to believe that, like there's so much signs that I'm on the right path and that I'm making such a big difference because of the choices that I've made to be alcohol free and that it matters, that it really, truly matters. Just like you said, every one of our stories matters.
0: Wow. Yeah. That that was a
1: really long answer to a very simple question. (laughs) I love
0: it. I love it. That's how it happens. Podcast over That's it. You guys have got enough. You got to pay for the rest. No, that, that is, that's absolutely phenomenal. Thank you. Um, wow. Cause it's, it, it shows and highlights the importance of a why. And hmm, with the people that I coach in recovery and things like that, it's, it's, I always tell people that your why changes. your why will change throughout this process. Like, don't be so attached to this why that what you started on and what you get so tunnel vision on is not going to be your why in 90, days. may not be your why in, in a year. It may not be your, it, it, the reason I ask is February 5th, I'll be six years alcohol free. Yeah. And uh, and I'm just like, it's no coincidence that we're having this conversation. February is a huge month uh, for both of us, right? You know, but that why of why we did it my why now is just completely different than why I started. And I think that just upgrades and elevates your why. Um, So let's not get what if the past five years, the past five years had a smell, what would that smell be?
1: Immediately just came to my mind, so I'm not going to overthink it. Lilac. Yeah, why? Uh Lilac, I think of, you know, it doesn't grow where I live. You have to go into the mountains to see lilac. It's this beautiful purple flower. It has this like sense of peacefulness to it. You know, it's this mountain flower. Um, It comes in the spring and it just, to me, it's like a, a smell of possibility.
0: Wow. Wow. That's a beautiful answer. Catch that. Catch that. You got to go get this life. It doesn't just come to you. It only grows in a certain time. You got to truck up the mountain to go get it. Like catch that. That's, that's a system right there. Why lad? Right. That's, it's, that's good. I like that. Um, if, if somebody was starting on this journey towards greatness, starting on this journey towards being their authentic self and discovering who they really are truly deep down in their core, what would you tell them?
1: I would tell them that this is going to be the greatest exercise of your life. You know that like we in so many ways come to this planet and we say life is short, right? But life is also so long, like so long that we get so in just inertia. We get into what's called hypnotic trance. We forget how profound life is. We forget how much the moments matter. We forget that we Don't have all the time in the world to do the things that we want and so in this hypnotic trance we just get into habits and we get into patterns of thinking and we get into careers and relationships and all these things that we get really stuck in and we're not ever asking ourselves intentionally is this what i want is this what my life is going to be about and mean and stuff like that and so i think in a way that you know people who decide to ditch alcohol are having this great awakening from the hypnotic trance and you know the hypnotic trance is not just drinking it's anytime we're doing everything that society tells us to without actually asking if that's what we want right so you could do the hypnotic trance with a corporate job or you know all the things that we're supposed to do in life without asking what we really want and so when you're at the beginning of a journey and you're really going to be finding yourself through it this is not what most people will do Right? This is not, you already have to know that. No, most people are not going to do that. And that already sets you apart as one of the most intuitive, brave and wise people on this planet. And then the answers that you're going to find, you know, some people find that it's, you know, very uh, empowering and that they're very motivated to go after them, their true selves and what they want. And some people find it very confronting, right? Oh no, I have to change this. This job isn't fulfilling me. I have to change this. Mm. And that can feel a little threatening, but I would always say your emotions are not something to be scared of. Like your emotions are just trying to tell you what's in alignment or out of alignment in your life. And you have the maturity and the wisdom to be able to slowly make those shifts over time in order to have more happiness and more fulfillment. And so like, you know, so many times we are drinking because we're numbing parts of our lives that we don't like. And we don't actually believe that we can do anything to affect change there. I mean, how many people just live the stressful life, stressful careers, nine to fives, schlepping into work coming back you know demanding bosses all this kind of stuff we just put up with it as it's the only way to live well it's not right there's so many other creative possibilities out there to make a living that are really true to you and your soul and so instead of like drinking over that right we can actually listen to that stress listen to the things that aren't aligned with our values or our deeper dreams and then learn from people who are doing it differently and try to do it ourselves too, right? So I think it's just the most exciting journey you're ever gonna be on, and you're going to surprise yourself of what you're capable of and the way that you shift in saying yes to you versus the expectations of other people.
0: Good. When one drops some deep knowledge there with the hypnotic trance that, that feeds into the drifting that gets you away from your purpose, like it it, it's 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 deep um i highly suggest anybody who who wants to know more about that reach out to caroline uh uh why do i stutter when i say your name because i'm like i want to say carolina right carolina yeah Yeah, Yeah, absolutely carolina reach out to carolina about the hypnotic trance because i think that's something that's super important that not a lot of people teach but a lot of but the elite know about the elite know about right like or uh pick up outwitting the devil by napoleon hill absolutely one of my favorites
1: oh my gosh phenomenal
0: book right like as soon as you said that i was like oh yeah she she's one of the elites okay let's go let's rock now i love it you
1: know that's the thing to recognize too is like it's not some kind of hubris or anything like that but like what the hell is normal anyway you know like when we look at statistics normal is very unhealthy normal is unfulfilled in their careers and normal is unhappy like who the hell wants to be normal right and with that book, wedding the Devil, you know, there's a real big component to it that we're just so scared, so freaking scared to make any kind of changes in our lives so that we settle for all the crap we don't like. And we settle for this, the status quo and we settle for mediocrity and we don't have to
0: settle. No. And the, and the bad thing about it is like, or not even the bad thing about it, it's like, it's amazing to know and accept the fact that everything worthwhile in life is uphill. Everything worthwhile in life is uphill. But the problem with most people or the problem that we seem to encounter is that we have uphill hopes and downhill habits where we'll place our hopes and knowing that we have to go uphill and we'll start to slip on these downhill habits. And, and the the most powerful thing about anyone's excuse and and look, she she didn't activate it Jay. I was nice and cool now, but now she didn't activate me. but the, the the most powerful thing about our excuses when it goes when it comes to going after life that we deserve want or desire is that they're valid. How did you, how did you get past valid excuses?
1: Oh gosh, I had a lot of valid excuses, right? And like we say them to justify so much. And and it's so bad too when you're starting to kind of waken up to a new dream or something like that to then get opinion of other people who are also validating their excuses on you, right? So it's like your, your uncle Bill who, you know never launched his own business because he was too scared tells you how all businesses fail, you know? And it's like, this isn't, this isn't the reality. This is Uncle Bill's projection of his fear back on you. And it's just so incredible how we do that. But I have the excuses, right? So first of all, entrepreneurship, like I love the idea of freedom. I love the idea of financial independence. I love the idea of being creative and helping other people. So me with those values and those like strengths, doesn't really fit very well in a nine-to-five job i never really felt too happy with one of those but when i thought of entrepreneurs i was like okay well those are like those white guys in the suits at the silicon (laughs) valley and they're like tech geniuses and they're friends with venture capitalists like there's nothing about me that screams entrepreneur right like at least not in my mind i'm foreign i didn't speak english until i was later in life like super shy growing up like just just nothing about me said entrepreneur and so there's really this belief I had that was even taught in my business school that I went to that entrepreneurs are born, right? And if you don't mm-hmm. like have the feeling of a confidence of an entrepreneur, you're not supposed to be one. And so I totally believe that, right? Another lie that I would tell myself is I always wanted to be an author. And I actually did write quite a lot when I was younger. So as a, as a child and as an adolescent, I would make little poems up and you know, little short stories and stuff. And then I started drinking around, you know, my teens, 20s, completely dry upset my writing. Like I stop mm-hmm. writing. I can't even journal anymore, truly, honestly. And I never lost the desire to be an author. It was always such a big dream of mine. So every year for a few years, I would make this new year's resolution that this is the year I write. And I make a resolution that I would sit down for like an hour every week, all year, right? I would do it the first week in January and then never do it again. Mm-hmm. And I just really found myself believing wholeheartedly It's not on the cards for me. I'm not meant to be an author. I don't have the discipline. I don't have the creativity. It's just not gonna happen for me, right? This is all where I believed, right, as a drinker. So when I tell you my pivotal moment at the beginning of the show, it's the pivotal moment to say, those are all lies. Those are all lies you're trying to say to protect yourself from the fear of the rejection or the criticism when you undertake these big tasks. And let me tell you this, it was so much easier to open a bottle of wine than write the next great American novel, right? So what do you think our subconscious and our psyche goes for when we're presented with these hard, meaningful things versus kind of the easy route out, the way out? But we all know it's not easy because it just leads to more pain and unfulfillment over time. We have to push ourselves to do the things that really call to our souls we will feel resistance right like this is your baby this is your dream but what else are you going to do like become 90 years old and sit back looking at your life feeling so much regret for the things that you didn't do and i think that's the biggest motivator for me i know i have the excuses they're valid there's so much realistic stuff too right so like (laughs) you know this doesn't pay well i I used to believe that like writing doesn't pay Mm. and it was so silly because like I was saying that to myself with a full-time job that was paying the bills. So I couldn't sit down for an hour and write on the side of my job because I believed writing didn't pay. It was like, what reality do I live in? It's not even a necessary need right now, right? Like I was just cutting off my desire to do it with an excuse before I was, you know, anywhere close even to, you know, use writing as a career. And guess what? It does pay. I got a six-figure book advance from HarperCollins, right? So like these are like the, the realistic stuff. I think we get stuck on as a society. Like as a society, we have all these rules about what we can do with our lives and all this kind of stuff. And that's where like, it's kind of really hard to change those excuses because you're betting upon not just your own limiting beliefs, but like the limiting beliefs of the society around you. You know, but it's like, there's these great examples. If it's possible for this one person, if it's possible, if there's an example anywhere out there of this being possible, that means that humans can do this, right? And I can become one of those exceptional humans to achieve this as well. Um, So I think that that remembering, you know, yes, I'm gonna feel fear. Yes, this is gonna suck. Yes, this is gonna be that uphill type of a thing. But would I rather feel regret for not going for this? Mm. You know, and that scares me way more, Mm. way more.
0: That is the like that translated for me to just the bridge of self-discipline of self-discipline, of knowing your goals, your dreams, your hope, your wishes, everything that you know that you're capable of being, the the unmanifested manifested is right there on the other side of that bridge of self-discipline. Like there's 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 good intentions. You have good intentions from growing up and wanting to be a writer and writing all the time, making good intents, like I intend, I intend to do the thing that I'm I'm passionate about. Good intentions don't cross that bridge, but good actions do. And having that self-discipline to really tell yourself what you want. And that's why I say I do leadership development organizations and companies and, and i bring leadership development to recovery but i always tell people that good intentions don't make good action right we have to choose to make those actions and then choose to follow up with them always that is a conscious decision that we have to make right and no nobody's going to want it as bad as we want it Like going back to uncle bill who's never ran a, his business never you know Ever launched a course, never ever coached anybody in his life, but he's gonna tell you how entrepreneur quit asking for permission. Quit asking for permission. I love the way that you put that. So it's absolutely phenomenal. Um what's next for you? What 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 is next after I mean you you're accomplishing amazing things, you're transforming people's life, you're traveling, you're speaking on stages. It what's next?
1: Yeah, so something that my heart has been telling me to do that I'm very terrified about is to launch our own coaching certification, because I just really believe that so many people go through this journey, awaken, you know, and change the relationship with alcohol, discover what who they really are, right, and their deeper purpose. And then they want to turn around and help the person behind them and change careers and have more freedom and impact in their lives as well. Um, and so it's like a really big undertaking. We're in the works of creating all of it now and, and getting the structures down. But it is something that I'm so passionate about because you know coaching and personal development and uh, mindset work and all these kinds of things have changed my life so much. And to be able to train other people to not only deepen that work for themselves, but then for other people is just oh, you know that's icing on the cake right there for me. Um, So that's next that's hopefully going to be launched this year in the spring with lots of work we need to do for it but I'm very excited and you don't even know how much like imposter syndrome I had about that like who am I to to have a coaching certification I'm not this big organization or I'm not you know. I don't know all the things. I haven't done this PhD program yet, right? Like BS, I don't need a PhD to to Mm -hmm. do this. I have a lot of experience and a lot of other certificates under my belt. So uh, very excited about that. I definitely want to write another book. My first book was really about how to, um, not only just ditch alcohol, but really see it as a pathway to greater health, greater mindset and greater confidence in your life and really reconnect with yourself. But then I think there's like this next stage of like, okay, I've done that work what's next. And I think really deepening that purpose and finding the conviction to do what you said to have the discipline to go after your dreams, because you know, discipline to just wake up every day and and do something like it it loses, we we burn out, right? We just we have so many pressures in our lives. So it's like, to me to find that really deep conviction of what's going to carry you through, you know, each day, um, I think is really important. So I really want to write a book about how to find your purpose and then have the conviction to go after it and the courage to go after it. Really already understanding that you've already gone through this big life transformation that really gave you already all the tools that you need. I mean, going alcohol free gives you so many gifts and tools and blessings that are going to be the exact same ones you're going to use in the next stages of your life. So definitely another book, you know, definitely want to continue growing, reaching more people. Um, I have a dream of meeting Tony Robbins. so let's put that one on the list okay, as let's well. put it out
0: there let's put let's, it out and, and 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 i will tell you that yo, what you focus on grows what does tony say what you focus on grows right and uh that that's that's phenomenal I, I i met my biggest inspirator my mentor now my my coach like just just three months ago like three three months ago like phenomenal experience and it was just literally focused literally focused and and i went that yo i won did y'all catch what she just said, like, I asked what's next and there wasn't no, I don't know, there wasn't any, there wasn't any hesitation, there was, there was, there was some, 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 I, w- I want to say skydism, right, Skytism, scared and excitedness, skydism. There's some, some, some you being excited for the next chapter, but there's clarity, I think every good leader has clarity, purpose and they operate from abundance. you know that it's, it, this is just the, the absolute beginning. And so that's, when you hop on this journey of being alcohol free, when you hop on this journey of chasing your dreams, developing a business, developing leaders up under you, when you hop it's a process, it is a process. You need clarity to know where you're going and knowing that what, your 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 first achievement, that big achievement, that thing that you wanted to do, that's just the beginning of the story. That's just the beginning of the story. We still got so much further to go. Um, know yeah, that got me really excited. And good leaders develop other leaders. So do the do the certification program, good leaders develop other leaders. Good leaders lead by example, then they duplicate. That's that's all it is. And and you have to in order to change the world, you can't do it by yourself. I promise you that. Like, like we and we're not gonna do it with the multitude of people and do it with those who are ready and willing to learn, grow and advance and give back and value everyone. so I love that. I, I support. I support your coaching certification program. I'm telling you that right now. So okay. I can't wait to see that roll out.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, I I think that's where it is. It's like I'm so passionate about helping people change their lives and it's just like there's just me, right? And I can grow my company and I have people working under me and stuff, but it's still just you know my side of the corner, and and so many people won't relate to us and my story. And you know what I mean. We just need more people out there. I really, really believe that. I think we're changing the world with what we're doing. Like I said earlier, you said earlier, like we're waking up, right, from that hypnotic trance. And I'm um, just imagine how different the world would look if more people woke up to their greater potential and really found that their purpose and passion in life. I think that would actually be solving so many more problems than we think. Um, I'm so curious if I could ask you a question, who's your big mentor,
0: (laughs) Dr. Eric Thomas, Dr. Eric Mm -hmm. Thomas. Very cool. Well, that's so
1: exciting that you got to meet. um, That's like a huge check mark of a big dream. I'm sure.
0: Yes, absolutely. He's the reason I'm a speaker. Like I was literally listening to one of his speeches and he was motivating me and I heard him stumble on his words because we have these limiting beliefs. Uh, I can't do that as well as them. I can't do this. I can't do that. Right. And I heard him stumble on his word and his video was still on YouTube with 900,000 views on it. And I was like, I can do that. (laughs) And a year later, I've been trained by him, certified speaker by him. I've met him, we spent time I work with him, I work with his booking manager. Um, Like just, we've just developed so much of a relationship and very involved with the company. And it's a beautiful process, but that's all I focused on was like, yeah, I can do that. And I'm Ooh. gonna do that
1: and I love that story
0: <laughs> thank you it, 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 long story short. let me tell you that long story short, but this isn't about me <laughs> um, what what are two principles that you would give somebody to maintain to achieve, maintain, and keep going yeah.
1: yeah, so. Going back to my biggest mentor, Tony Robbins, uh, you know, I think that a lot of times we get disheartened on our journeys because it's taking a long time, right? So, you know, I had a dream of writing a book. I started writing this book in 2018. Like the, when I went alcohol free, I already got the idea. I got this like divine download from the wow. universe, told me to write you for it, gave me all the chapter titles. It was really special. I was in Hawaii, there was a sunset, like it really was an inspired moment. And, you know, I was like, okay, I have this mission, I'm gonna write this book, you know? And and in my timeline, all the things were gonna happen very quickly. You know, I was gonna be on book tour, meeting Oprah in like, you know, in six months or so. (laughs) And it took me four years. It took me four years from that moment until my book came out on bookshelves. And I actually think that's pretty reasonable in a really, you know, kind of short period of time actually to get a book out there into the world. And so like, I think it's recognizing that if you wanna be doing big things on the world, Big, big things, big life-changing things, big life-changing things for your life too. It's gonna take time, right? But the thing is, is the time's gonna pass by either way. And so, so many people get disheartened because things take time that they give up and that they just lose hope and they stop working on it. But the time is gonna pass by either way, like in five years or in four years from now, four years will have passed. We, We all can't deny that, right? So would you rather do it spending the time on your passion and developing your deeper purpose and working on something that gives you so much meaning or, you know, going back to the hypnotic trance, right? Like what alternative do we have? So I think that's really important to recognize because I think we have all of this impatience that like, well, if I'm not a millionaire tomorrow, and if I don't have this raving success tomorrow, then it's all not worth it. I think we do that again to protect ourselves from the fear of failure and rejection and all those kinds of things. Um, so you know, Tony Robbins is accredited with saying this, but I think it actually went go back goes back to Bill Gates originally that we overestimate what we can do in one year, but we underestimate what we can do in ten years. And I think having that like long term game plan, you know, like for example, if you're a business owner or a coach or you know just a new entrepreneur, your first few launches or sales or all that kind of stuff, they're probably gonna suck, they're probably gonna be very painful and hurtful to you that that the people you wanted to sign up didn't sign up. And so when you go at it, like with a really short term myopic viewpoint, you're gonna see yourself as a failure. And this is never gonna work for you. And you know, all those other people are successful, but you don't know what you know how to do it. But when you have the long term view, you can really see that Oh, wow, I really learned something about marketing, I really learned about what people are looking for, I really learned about how to improve this program. Like, thank God I didn't go viral and super famous like four or five years ago. Thank God, like I was not ready for it. All of the stuff that I had going on, even that was really good at the best I could do. Then it was kind of embarrassing in hindsight. You know what I mean? Like right. there's so many there's a reason I think why things take time. And so I think I would definitely tell someone that and you had a second thing. So I think for me, you know, remembering that negative bias is the natural way the brain functions uh like we literally that's how we survive is picking up what's wrong and so it's like normal without any intervention to just wake up and have a blah day you know what i mean like okay Mm -hmm. so i think being really intentional too about carving out time to prime yourself in the mornings either you know whether that's you know reading a really inspiration inspirational book or listening to a really good podcast or a motivating speech or whatever it is for you exactly do that in the morning do that so that you really change that negative bias and feel different about the day and then therefore you act different about the day and now i'm not perfect with this i can tell when i'm like doing really really hot and well in my life and when i'm kind of like feeling like burnt out and low and i'm like you know what carolina you haven't been doing your morning priming you haven't been listening to people who inspire you And so I think that's what continues to drive me on the day to day basis. Like there's the big picture stuff, but then just the day to day, how to keep going. Like listen to people who inspire you, listen to people who give you goosebumps in the morning, listen to people who remember and who remind you how great you are, you know? And honestly, Jay, like there's no wonder that you're a speaker and that you fell to work with Dr. Eric like you have this natural gift and you have a way of just waking people up and I just know that it's going to take you so far and to so many stages and to so many audiences in the world because you have this power within you and I think you know it's such a beautiful gift and that like these eloquent maybe not eloquent but just like powerful speakers exist in the world for a reason to kind of wake us up and that's that's you man for sure
0: Wow, thank you. Thank you. No, and I love how you broke that down to, the, to that. Time takes time. And 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 you are going, like, absolutely have to choose your thinking. You know, we have on average 36,000 negative thoughts with only 7,200 positive ones. So, like, like literally, like, we have to take and pick and choose those 7,200 thoughts that are up against 36,000, which just our subconscious or negative. And then I, I love, like, I stress this so much because people are like jay i want to do what you're doing you're doing amazing things you're out in workshops you're leading workshops you're talking on stages and all this other stuff i'm like yo yo yo, pump the brakes this is development this is development this didn't just happen overnight like i'm almost six years so like i'm almost six years down the road Like just i just started talking about my story about a year ago but that's all the work i did in the dark is starting to show in the light that because that's developed and 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 i try because people are like yo i'm 90 days sober. I want to go be a, a, a sober coach. I'm like, yo, you need to chill. Like, what would happen if, if 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 somebody you love like died right now? Like, what would you do? Like, like, have you coped with those type of emotions during sobriety, during beating that without leaning on that crutch? Like, because your people are gonna come to you when they think that that you can help, right? But we got to do that development in the dark, and that takes time. That's my biggest thing. I believe two timelines: 90 days and 10 years. And what you do every 90 days is going to get you closer to what you want in 10 years. That's that's my philosophy. Any way that I approach anything. Somebody asked me, like, Jay, when do you think your book's going to be done? I said, it's probably going to take me two 90-day cycles. That's, that's that's it. And I was like, it's not on this timeline of, like, I need to have it done by this, this, and this. If it takes me three 90-day cycles, it's three 90-day cycles, but it's still part of my 10-year plan. So it doesn't set me back. So I love the way that how you broke that down as well. So that yeah, truly, truly, truly beautiful. Wow. um I mean anything else that we give these people, they're gonna to have to pay for it like honestly like this is this is a this is a virtual summit at this point, like, come on now, but no, tell everybody where they can find you, where they can find the book, any courses, programs, anything that you have going on, please share with the audience.
1: yes, please, so you know if if anything's been interesting to you and you want to learn more about me, I think a book is an incredible way to you know very inexpensively kind of learn all about authors. I love authors myself. Books are such a gift for me um and so i'm just so grateful to be able to have written one back so euphoric ditch alcohol and gain a happier more confident you is available where all books are sold on the amazons you can go to also euphoricbook.com and then check out euphoricaf.com that's my website and uh in addition to you know helping people like ditch alcohol find their deeper purpose launching the certification program this year i do business coaching as well for alcohol-free coaches who want to grow their businesses i one of my favorite one of my favorite things is hosting retreats so i host retreats all over the world they're in tropical destinations they're really deep deep experiences transformational experiences in just the most beautiful locations in the world um, and we're hosting one in Bali of this year. We're gonna go to Costa Rica next. So if you're interested in like actually getting that immersive experience, I can tell that that's something that you've probably done in your personal development is immersion. Cause like the online stuff is great and we learn a lot and all that kind of stuff. But when you like go to an event, to a conference, to a, like a in-person seminar, to a retreat, to something like that, and learn from the best right then and there, like it changes you. You literally come back a different person. So I know how much I love those kind of experiences and to combine it with my love of travel too. Like, you know, again, I really am living my dream life here. I like, I get paid to travel. Thank you. That's amazing. So if anyone's looking for that extra kind of immersion or anything like that, uh, definitely encourage you to check it out.
0: Love it. I love it. I love it. And yes, the immersion experience like, go do it. Like, if you've never, if you're on the fence about it, like, go do it. Like, speaking to Dr. Eric Thomas, I love that you brought him up in here and asked me that question. I literally drove six hours to volunteer at his conference. Yeah, you know, and like, just to volunteer, because I was like, I want to add value and serve in order before I come, like, trying to ask or help or get any type of mentor. I need to show value and add value to someone, right? I literally drove six hours down the highway, went to that conference, stayed for two days, worked every two days. Um, had a, I I literally had two words with Dr. Eric Thomas. I said, thank you. Thank you. That's all I said throughout those entire two days. And, and then I was so charged up. I was so powered, powered up from that, 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 that experience of being in person next to the best. I drove back six hours that same night after the conference, like just drove back just on energy, just like, all right, yeah, now I'm ready to go. So anybody who hasn't been in that experience, that's what I'm saying. Please check that out. Go see what she has to offer. If that's that I mean anything any in person event of course I'm a speaker <laughs> but any in person event is life changing. Like it it's 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 something about tasting and touching and filling the room and, and being around great people and great just a great opportunity. But well, I want to say thank you for coming on the show. This has been a phenomenal conversation. Um yeah.